Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of It's Bananas with Jeremy Fisher. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, guys, this happens every Monday at 9 a.m. And if you enjoy the video, don't forget to like and subscribe. I got more comedians coming. We're trying to keep ourselves entertained because we can't go out to all the clubs. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in. On this week's episode, we have my good friend, Robbie McMillan. Robbie, thank you so much. Hello, how is everybody out on the interwebs? Hopefully they're fantastic. Big yeah, thing, right? I wonder if I should do this live. Like, would that be a cool thing? I think guys, that would be actually pretty cool. Yeah, you, you could guys, like then we could have like on the chat. And... I was gonna say like, yeah, you can totally like interact with people. Like, that's what I was thinking. Maybe just throw this. Like, if pe if people want to see this live, let me know in the comments below or wherever I put this on social media, and just just let us know if you wanna if you want me to do this live and. I'll see if I can throw more comedians on because I don't have a couch now, so I can I have the uh, online couch. Can have as many do people a panel. as I want. Yeah, we'll do a panel. Yeah. I'm just taking uh, control over your show. It's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Robbie, thank you so much for for joining us. Um, so, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, I'm excited to do that, but I do have to say I'm not here alone. Um, okay. I did bring a friend with me who's been helping me through the Corona crisis, and I think that everybody needs a friend during this. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to show, to introduce the world to Tom Parker, who is Tom my Parker. emotional support buddy during all of this. Um, yeah. And he if you want to make your own, uh, you just have to take a piece of toilet paper, but you have to draw a different face because that's Tom's. Okay. So you're not like getting like that desperate that you're eventually going to, you know, use that hole for your own personal satisfaction, right? Well, that's what it's there for. You know, I bring it around with me. Um, you know, if I if I need it, I have it. Yeah. And it's sort of like my last resort. Well, I mean, <laughs> you could you could always buy a flashlight. They're still shipping those. Those are those are essential. I'm I'm not going to ask how you know that, but that's okay. Well, uh, hey, I picked up one of them because I cannot see my girlfriend for a while. So, uh, and yeah, that's I'm, fair. That's fair. Right? Uh, I feel like for anybody that like get a get a sexual toy because it's going to be a long time probably before we eventually see somebody that we love and you know you may as well just satisfy your yourself in a better way than just using your hands. Goes for women don't too. Don't make a it? sexual toy though. That is a bad idea. Making don't your make own one. is a terrible idea. Buy. Probably let yes. Buy local. Buy buy local. Buy quality. <laughs> But yeah, I just had mine uh, shipped a couple like last week. This was like before everything. I'm pretty sure they're still shipping stuff. It's just like they just prioritized everything to um, to like essential stuff first, and then if you want to have like a sex toy, I'm pretty sure it's all. It'll take a little bit longer, but you'll eventually get it. Yeah, but I highly, exactly. I highly recommend just like getting a flashlight because it's fantastic. I'm not gonna lie, it's way better than just masturbating with your hand. If you guys just have like thirty dollars to spare. Don't get like an, uh, the actual name brand one because like if you don't have a hundred dollars, that's ridiculous. But if you go, if you want to have like a nice like, I, I should just promote this one that I have. <laughs> I, I will t I will take your word for it, and I hope uh, you should do a review on it. I should. You should uh, do like an online review of it. It's over there. Quarantine review. My bed. Oh well. Yeah. It's right. okay. Robbie, let's there, get back but... to you. Let's get back yes, to you. Enough yes, about yes. me. Tell Some us a little bit about yourself. Yes. Um, so I am, my name is Robbie. I am uh, 28 years old and I live in Toronto. I was born and raised in Toronto with a little bit of a spurt living in Thornhill, which is Ooh. if Toronto is here, Thornhill is here. 
for those of you who don't know. And uh, yeah, I I was on track to finish my master's, go to law school, and then I ended up having surgery, moved back home, and never looked back. And now I'm doing comedy. So I, th- I I think it's a it's an interesting little little divergence from yeah. going to law school to doing comedy, but hey, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, you could have been like one of the best lawyers, being like being able to relate to everybody and also being like charming. I think that's uh, that's perfect for you. Oh, thank but I you. Guess, uh, yeah, but I guess with just this um this whole uh, comedy thing, that's whatever. Who needs who needs a, a stable job anyway? Well, you know, I was I was also thinking that I was born for comedy because I'm Canadian, yeah. I'm Jewish, and that's pretty much all you need in order to succeed in comedy. I mean, like with comedians nowadays, they're like something for everybody. Yeah. Have you seen some of the specials that are on Netflix? And they're oh, like yeah. ooh, terrible. They are just terrible, but they're getting paid a lot of money to do it. Oh, they're getting paid tons of money. Tons of money. Right. Um. Yeah, it's it's nuts, and and the, but I mean the thing, the nice thing about comedy is it's cheap to mm-hmm. produce, and it's cheap to go see. Uh, for those of you who are who've never been to a comedy club, go see well, some amateurs. Not right now. Don't don't go, no, no, right don't go now. now. <laughs> don't go now. They're, they're probably yeah. going to be closed anyway. I'm, I'm assuming everything yet, is closed. No, that's starting. It's eventually going to start. Like. Like, as of right now, I think Canada has, what, like 12,000 confirmed cases? But yeah. we're doing really well, honestly. Like, we're doing fantastic. Everybody's just got to keep with the self-isolation. It sucks. Stay I know. Yeah, right? Like, it does suck a little bit, but, like, I've seen, like, I, whenever I go out to go get groceries, like, buying in bulk, I'm always seeing, like, ridiculous amounts of people still outside on the streets, like, extra, like people that are, like, athletic. I, feel, I see a lot of athletic people just doing, like, jogs and stuff like that. But I'm like, just do that inside. Like, I get that you want to yep. be outside, but a lot of these people that are outside, they're not even like keeping their their distance from anybody. Like they just don't give a shit. It's interesting you should say that because I've seen a lot of people, you know, walk down the down the sidewalk, and then I'm walking the other way, and then instead of deciding to pass me on the sidewalk, they decide to walk right into the middle of the road. Wow, which and... doesn't really make any uh... sense. But I mean, the chances of getting hit by a car versus the chances of getting coronavirus will be a lot less. So, I would take those odds. If you're one of the few that actually looks before walking out into the road. Yeah, that's a chance you're willing to take. Just so, so here's here's the three things I've learned today: buy a flashlight. Yeah. Stay at so home. Far. And if you do have to go out, look before you walk into the middle of the street. Yes, yeah, so there's going to be a lot of things that people are going to learn today. Yes, excellent. Um, yeah, and so, and just going back on what you said about stay at home, stay at home, everybody. Yeah. Just, yeah. just stay at home, watch podcasts, watch Netflix, watch YouTube. Um, yeah. Jeremy has tons of tons of episodes. And also, stay at home so we can have a little bit of summer. A little bit. I want to work this summer. Yeah, we'll get there eventually. we got a couple yeah. more months for this until summers, but uh, we'll get there. Uh, yeah. So what got you? Uh, what got you started in comedy? Uh, so I was actually. Uh, so as I said, I was doing my masters. I ended up having uh, surgery. I moved back home. Mm-hmm. For that summer, I decided to be a tour guide. So I was a tour guide on some of the big boats in Toronto. 
in the Toronto Harbor. Mm -hmm. And when doing that, you know, you're given a script, you have to make it yours. And I found it a lot of fun in order to get people laughing, energized and, and, you know, tell a story while being amusing. Mm -hmm. And after that summer, I just didn't do anything of that sort. And then the next summer I went back uh, for another company in the Harbor uh, as a water taxi captain and I was looking for something to do. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to go back to school. Mm -hmm. And I ended up going back, looking at different programs. I found one program, which was the Humber comedy program at Humber college. Yeah. And I ended up doing that. And I started to really enjoy comedy. I was sort of pushed into, into, uh, going a little bit further I probably wouldn't have gone on a stand-up stage if it wasn't for the requirement of doing that yeah. but I had to do that and then also writing sketch and improv and pretty much everything they do there and that's great and it, it and it is a push in order to get you into it and ever mm -hmm. since I started doing that I started to love it yeah because they do like the once a week on stage at uh, at Yuck Yucks right yeah, so they have a spot at Yuck Yucks for Humber students on Tuesdays, which mm -hmm. is Yuck Yucks Amateur Night. So on Tuesday at 7.30 is the Humber show, and then you can stay for the regular amateur show at Yuck mm -hmm. Yucks, where you can just see amateurs. Yeah, more amateurs, just a whole more amateur amateurs. night. Yeah. That's that's fantastic. Um, what do you think about um, people that take classes to do stand up to like learn stand up comedy? Like, how do you feel about that? Because there's some comedians that are like, oh, you don't need to take any classes. Like, you should just, like, you should be naturally funny. Or people that are like, yeah, like you classes actually like help you kind of build that that structure and and foundation. Like, how do you feel about it? So, first of all, full disclosure, I only did one semester at Humber out of the four. Yeah. I didn't want to continue with it. Mm -hmm. So what I would say about that is, yes, the classes are great, but they're not great in the way that people think. They're not going to make you funny. Nobody can make yeah. you funny. Mm -hmm. What they can do is they can give you proper mic technique. Yeah. They can teach you, you know, the proper way to hold a microphone is 45 degree angle an inch away from your face. And is that what they actually teach you? Yeah. They actually taught you how to properly hold a microphone. Yes. Because the way that I always found out how to hold a microphone was whenever I went to a club, however, the host was holding the microphone, I would hold it the exact same way. Yeah. Because so we were told, every... <laughs> yeah. So, so the, one of the first lessons we were taught is how to make the stage yours. Mm -hmm. And that is going up there before you do anything, taking it like 10 seconds to adjust the mic stand, even if you're not going to use the mic stand, adjust it. Mm -hmm. Mic, 45 degree angle, an inch away from your face, and then go on. Mm -hmm. And that is just because a lot of the microphones that you use are based, they, they aren't based to do it on the side. They're based to, to go directional, mm -hmm. directional out. So you want to make that as comfortable as you can for you. Yeah. So doing things like that are really important, I think. And mm -hmm. just sort of the structure behind comedy. But then you get into joke writing and performance. And when it, as you know, 
the more you do, the better you get. Yeah. Nobody is going to be a success immediately. And those overnight sensations that you see on either Netflix or Amazon Prime or yeah, whatever else. They're, they're never overnight sensations. It's because no. they've been working so hard, but you just happen to see them on this platform that everybody normally watches. Exactly. So it's not like it's and not also, like you're keeping track of like the five, ten, twenty years that they've been working behind the scenes, and then when they mysteriously exactly. come out of nowhere, it's like, no, I've, I've been working my, I've been busting my balls all this time. Like, exactly, they've been working. And mm. the other thing that you have to keep in mind when you're watching those things is when you watch Dane Cook do like a fifty thousand seat auditorium, mm-hmm. it's fake. Yeah, like. It's recorded in three parts, like three different shows. Sorry, really? sorry, Dane Cook and everybody else who's done this, but it's true. And everybody yeah. there is already a fan of you, so you're going to get laughs because everybody likes your comedy. If you yeah. go on Amateur Night, you're going to see things that you really enjoy. You're going to see others that are just horrible, and then you're going to see some that are funny, but just not funny for you, and that's okay. Yeah, Comedy is everybody very subjective. Ha- yeah. Yeah, exactly. Everybody has their own type of funny. So the fact that exactly. some people go some people go out of their way just to like criticize some comedians, but it's just like you you shouldn't be doing that because everybody has their own type of like for movies, for instance. Like not a lot of people like horror movies, but there's some people that love horror movies. Mm-hmm. There's some people that love comedies. There's some people that love like the romance movies. Everybody has their own like little thing that they love, but you shouldn't just go on and hate something that you just don't agree with. Exactly. Yeah, which is which is interesting. Have you seen any uh, cool stuff on uh, on Netflix or Amazon Prime or any any interesting comedians? Um, I actually started watching Jim, uh, Jim Carrey's new series, Kidding. Kidding. Uh, it is a TV show. Uh, mm-hmm. He is remarkable in it. He's an amazing character actor and comedic actor, and he's Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> um, I yeah. Think everybody I knows think that. He made it very apparent that he is. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's okay. Isn't that the uh, one where he's like that that show uh, that show uh, host? Yes, like almost like yeah, a, he's like a, a, kid like a Mr. Rogers, but like the opposite or something. Yeah, yeah. It it's it sort of is like a dark comedy mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, but yeah. it's still very good. Um, I've I've rewatched all of John Mulaney's specials on Netflix. I love John Mulaney. I love how John Mulaney. I love how he was supposed to perform in Toronto, and he ended up canceling the first time. Then he postponed it, canceled again because of like it was yeah. snowing, and then postponed it, canceled it uh, again because he got um, uh, Saturday Night Live. And now it's just indefinitely canceled. Yeah. Oh, and he does have a new podcast as well, which I have listened to, which is the is Oh Hello the, podcast. Is that the one with uh, Nick Kroll? Where yeah. he does, uh, yeah, yeah. Jill I and George. The, uh, Jill and George, yeah. I saw the Netflix special of like their, their so performance. Funny. It was so good. If you guys haven't checked that out, definitely check out... What was it called again? Um, oh, Hello on Broadway. The podcast. What was, is, is that the... Um, the Oh, the, Hello the podcast. Okay, so it's still the same for the podcast and the and the uh, show. Definitely, got, you guys, you t- definitely check that out. Nick Roll is fantastic, and so is John Mulaney. They both, they both work really well with each other. And if you guys haven't seen Big Mouth, like, check them out on that as oh, well because so they good. play they play the main characters in it and like nick kroll does like most of the most of the voices yeah like um what does he do like the hormone monster he does that um one chick uh that hangs out and he does obviously nick 
I yeah, think he, does, he does. Nick. He does Nick. Yeah, he does. He does Nick. Yeah, there's. It's such a good show. And uh, he oh, does he does Coach, Coach Steve. Steve. Yeah, Coach Steve is another one. Uh, he does the Ladybug. <laughs> uh, and uh, Jordan Peele is Duke Ellington. Duke Ellington, yeah. It sucks. Uh, did you see that um, live table read that they did? No, I haven't. Oh, it was really good. It was really interesting to see like the uh, the actual faces behind all the voices, because uh, you can see like all of them just actually do like their character voices. It's fantastic. Jenny Slate's also also one of the characters. She plays yep. Missy, but she also plays um, uh, the other the other main chick's uh, vagina. You know, whenever she's like looking at her vagina, she does the voice oh, of does the vagina. She? Yeah, she does that voice. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know. It's really that. cool. <laughs> but yeah, yeah definitely check that one. Check out the live table read. Like even um, the guy that plays Jay, I can't remember his name, but uh, Jason Mendoza. Jason Mendoza, yes. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, but he's fantastic too. Like they all just have a really good time with it. Oh, they're they're amazing, and you know the thing I love about Big Mouth and a lot of the stuff that Nick Kroll and John Mulaney have done is the writing is exceptional. From yeah. the from looking at the structure of it, a plot, b plot, sometimes c plot. To mm-hmm. just like the wittiness and clever ways that they're able to bring a story together, yeah, you can rewatch it and just find things and find connections that you didn't see before, and that's what I love. Yeah, and the messages that they always send out on each episode is it's fantastic because it's a lot of issues that a lot of people don't really like talk about, yeah, or go into detail about. And that's what I love about yep. Big Mouth is that it actually tackles all of these these kind of issues. And like honestly, it would be a show that I would actually just show my kid because I'm like, this is some, this is a good educational kind of. It's almost like a good educational kind of like show for for kids to watch, especially when they're going through those changes. Yeah, it's probably the best sexual education or sex ed that you can get right now. It's way especially better than now the, that the Ontario, schools are closed. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, it's way better than what Ontario had for their sex ed plan. All parents, while you're watching this podcast. Turn on Netflix for your kids and let them watch Big Mouth. Yeah. I remember when that uh, the first season came out, there were like that mothers against whatever bullshit that just hate on everything. And they wanted Big Mouth to be taken off of Netflix. But at that point, because like, they're like, oh, my kid might watch it. But it's like, you should be in control of your kid's Netflix. So you should yeah. be a good parent and kind of like control what they're watching. If your yeah. kid turns out bad, it's all on you. It's not on whatever everybody else's because... You have any idea how much porn they? There's so much free porn all over the internet. They can like go on like even Tumblr. Yeah, right. Even uh, by the way, you porn. Uh, I'm not sponsored by them, but they are doing free <laughs> premium for everybody now. So because they oh, want really, you guys to, yeah, they're doing they 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 unlocked it for everybody. So it's not just Italy. I think, uh, I think it happened like when shit started hitting the fan a lot. But they're now it's like free for everybody. So I heard. Yeah, friend, that it was only a seven-day trial. Is it? No, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe check out Pornhub. I, I, I'm pre- I'm, I know what I'm doing. I mean, after the, last, this. the last time I was on it, which was yesterday, um, I'm pretty sure I saw something saying that it was that you could get the premium. But I'm just like, I have all of this other free stuff, so I'm not picky. I'm not gonna lie. I don't need the 4K. I don't even have a 4K TV. But hey, I do have a. I do have a VR system, and I tried it one time, and it is interesting. But it's weird because you're looking at a dick that's not your dick, like because it's the guy's view. So when you're looking down on what the girl is doing, 
it's like, wait a minute, like my dick is definitely not that big. So this is something's <laughs> going wrong here. Uh, I might not have that problem. Oh, look at you. Well, yeah, just a little bit of a flex. Yeah, <laughs> trying to get it out on all your Tinder dates. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that, nice. That's exactly what I'm doing. And uh, oh, that's Macmillan. the other thing. Tinder is now allowing you a free passport around the world. So oh. if you are on Tinder, you can pretend to be in somewhere else for free. Well, what, what good is that? Isn't that what the Internet's already for? I don't want to chat with people on the Internet. Yeah, why not? Uh, that's That's a very scary thing to do. Yeah, you'd just rather talk with them over Zoom calls? Have hackers yeah, come in? Yeah, pretty much. Say racist well, I mean, stuff? I, sorry, I mean strangers. We've met in person. We've walked together. We've done comedy shows together. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to meet some random person who's going to turn out to be a neo-Nazi idiot yeah. who's pretending to be a 12-year-old girl who's pretending to be like her 18-year-old sister. I don't know what the hell goes on with the internet it's a yeah. messed up place the internet is so fucked up i mean it's just gonna get even more messed up with everybody going on it now yeah well look at everything that's shut down like even youtube has throttled their streaming because of really? this they've they've uh, limited it to 720 as opposed to going up to 4k yeah that's lame yeah and that's but i mean who's really Who's really like watching everything in like 1080p or 4K or whatever? Because I feel like a lot of yeah, people well, are just like, or they're just like listening to like, like even say this, they're probably just listening to it in the background while they do something else. That's a, okay. I'm glad that you said that because I'm I'm glad I'm not the only one who does that. I yeah, watch I'm sure everybody and, does it. Like yeah, yeah, for even me, like for podcasts that I I sometimes don't just like watch it, but. I like having the, the video just kind of like there. So in case like maybe they do something funny and I want to see what they're doing. Cause I, I also like the visual appeal of, of watching stuff too. Just like in the background. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So let's get back to you, Robbie. Um, so what are you doing to keep up with, with comedy? So right now I'm actually writing. I am working on a submission for a just for last competition, which is probably going to be canceled. Probably. Um, cause that's in August, but it is a, uh, it's an original series. Mm -hmm. So I've been starting to work on that. Nice. And I've been also trying to work on some jokes, work on some new jokes, looking at my life and looking at, different things that are happening around the world and making jokes mm -hmm. about that. And it's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've, mean, I've done a few of, I've, I've done a few open mics on zoom as well. And how are those? those are, those are interesting. They're awkward, but they're fun. Yeah. The last one I did was an international one. So they had people from Israel, England, uh, us all across Canada. And mm -hmm. they also had people in Toronto, but none who I've ever heard of or seen, which was interesting. Yeah. But it's interesting to, to get out of the shell, because when you're going to open mics and you're going to these comedy shows in Toronto, you see new things and you see new people, but it's not as often as you might like. Mm -hmm. So seeing, you know, completely fresh faces is great, but it's still very awkward because you're not on a stage, you're in your bedroom, you're 
not talking into a microphone. You're just talking like this to a bunch of heads that are on mm -hmm. the screen. And yeah, um, yeah. It's, like, do you, it's do you get like a tough. good reaction off of that? Because does everybody even have their camera on so that they can see, so that you can see yes. like, their reaction? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the ones that I've done, it's mandatory for you to keep your uh, camera and audio on. Yeah, just so you can at least get that kind of appropriate feedback exactly. that you would normally have at a club. Exactly. I have yet to, yeah, I have yet to do any of those because I'm like, I'm not sure how it's going to turn out. But then again, it's something that's new. It's something that a lot of people, I don't even think anybody has really ever done. But I feel like as time progresses, if this just keeps happening where it's like, okay, let's just do a thing. Let's just do comedy shows online. Eventually, it'll probably get really good and people are get a lot better and get a better reaction out of doing it. Yeah, well, I mean, even the pros right now are starting to do it. Yeah. Like, um, I know that uh, tonight, so what day is it today? I, I don't even know what day it is. So today. Saturday, Saturday. Saturday. This is, well, Saturday, yeah. we're recording this on Saturday, but technically Yeah, we're recording this on Saturday. Yeah. So uh, this comes out on Monday, right? Yeah. So two days ago, Ken Jong and some other very famous comedians went out and they did a uh, a comedy show online mm -hmm. and yeah. that is going to be great or it was going to be great <laughs> or it was an interesting it was great, it was great. that's what you get it. yeah 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 it, it was great um so yeah i mean it, the pros are starting to do it and mm -hmm. i think that for the next two months this is what's going to be comedy and if yeah. you want to keep your skills sharp you gotta you gotta adapt that's really what you gotta it is. adapt yeah you gotta adapt and and even you know just writing part of writing mm -hmm. is performing it and and figuring it out it's mm -hmm. one thing to perform it to a mirror it's another thing to perform it to other people right and strangers yeah yeah strangers or people that you know and but mm -hmm. still you know you need to get that you need to get that reaction mm -hmm. yeah for sure um so do you have any like interesting hobbies that you've been doing also on uh, like aside from uh, doing comedy? <sighs> you you're really <laughs> just bringing out how boring my life is, eh? Yeah, yeah, I am. This is yeah, this is all yeah, about you, Robbie. You. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, well, I um, in pretty much in the summer, I'm as I mentioned before, I work for a water taxi company in Toronto, mm -hmm. and that pretty much takes up my entire summer. Yeah, uh, almost every single day, almost all day, every day. So I'm out on the water all day, and that's great. I actually mm -hmm. still have my tan in April from nice. the summer, from that job, mm -hmm. which is amazing to be forever tanned. <laughs> However, um, yeah, just writing, and I read a lot. I also mm -hmm. ski in the in the winter. Um, yeah, just try to get out as much as I can. Yeah, Are you. What are you reading right now? Right now, I actually people... started Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Nice. Again. Nice. <laughs> Never actually read the book. I just watched the the old time movie from like. Oh, the book is so <sighs> good. Who's that guy's name? Mar is it Martin Freeman? Uh, Douglas that... Adams. No, no, like the uh, the guy that plays the the actor in the the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, I don't know. Isn't it like the guy that plays uh, Bilbo Baggins in the, the the Hobbit movies? Isn't that his name? Martin? Is it Martin Freeman? You see, I wouldn't know because I've never watched Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit. How have you them. never watched them? I just I've I've tried. Yeah. I can't get through the first like ten minutes. 
Yeah. The Lord of the Rings is like. Yeah, the Lord of the Rings is like eh, but I like The Hobbit more just because of like, I feel like there's a little bit more action and less like. I can't do it. and sand scenes. (laughs) I can't do it. And the other, the other interesting thing that I've never really watched are Disney movies. Yeah. At least I didn't grow up on Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Like all my friends were watching The Lion King and um, I, I can't even think of them. Cinderella, I guess. Snow White, whatever, whatever else there is. Toy Story. What did you grow up on? I watched a lot of. Land I grew Before up Time. on like popular mechanics for kids, <laughs> and um, things that go and like about trains and cars and automobile or uh, automobiles are cars and. Yeah. Uh, planes and boats and stuff and yeah planes trains and automobiles there we go another good movie planes trains and automobiles yeah nice yes i'm watching i'm reading uh kevin hart's book right now oh how is that it's actually really good just like seeing i'm only about like a two-third or a third of the way through but uh it's really interesting just like seeing the struggles that he had to go through at the beginning of his life when like he was just a kid and seeing how much of a douche his dad was at that time just like how strict his mom was but it's like that strictness just really helped him like build a good like foundation for how he should live his life and that's where he that's why he is where he is right now it's just be kind of because of what his mom did yeah and i i actually really enjoy reading uh comedians biographies or autobiographies Mm -hmm. because it reminds me that i'm not alone in having a either a difficult childhood or hardships and and using that as a positive yeah and a lot of comedians are you know they have either troubled past or they have they're going through stuff or yeah but comedians often try to make the best out of that and make people laugh from it Mm-hmm. And I love it's that. like you don't yeah you don't even need to have like a troubled past too because people like Jerry Seinfeld no, did not. not even have didn't even have like a troubled past like he had a good upbringing and then just yeah. wanted to do stand-up comedy so it's like oh yeah it's a matter of yeah but it's like his observational humor it's like really helped him like just just kind of wonder like what why are things the thing like the way that they are and just make fun of that mm-hmm mm-hmm it's really funny how, um, like, with this whole coronavirus situation, like, you're seeing all these businesses come to light, and you're seeing, like, how, like, the true intentions of, like, a lot of people, and a lot of it's been, like, really messed up. Because you, oh, yeah. you, yeah, you just made that post about how 3M, like, Trump ordered 3M to stop all shipments to Canada so that we don't get any, like, face masks. Oh, so terrible. Yeah, but I was reading, like, they have, they have 85 plants in the U.S., and we have 35 here in Canada. And they just want, yeah. like, what, they just wanted those 85 to just not ship here? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a really messed up situation, and yeah. the last I saw about it was Trudeau was going to speak to Trump about it. Um, mm-hmm. What Trudeau was going to be able to do, yet to be yeah. seen. So wow. it's it's just it's just awful. But then you see all these companies that are coming together and um, like uh, manufacturing uh, personal protective equipment gowns yeah, and stuff. I actually love that. Just seeing all these other companies. Like my um, my girlfriend's uncle, he works for like this company that worked for um, for like Metrolinx, and he did like that company like created all the, all the fabrics and stuff. 
for uh, like the go buses, the go trains and all that stuff. Um, but now they, because they don't have any of those contracts, they're not making any of that stuff right now. They've actually just repurposed to help create like um, uh, medical supplies. Yeah, um, Arcteryx has also done that. They started to make uh, gowns instead of making mm. uh, jackets and clothes. They yeah. all, and that, those are all going to be made in their Vancouver uh, facility. Mm -hmm. uh, Formula One uh, auto racing is canceled for the time being. Mm -hmm. So what all the teams have done is they've come together with all of their engineers and instead of building stuff for the cars and developing the cars to get a competitive edge, mm -hmm. they have something called Project Pit Lane, which is where yeah. they're just building and designing new respirators and breathing apparatuses and ventilators. And in one week, one of the teams was able to get a whole new design for breathing apparatuses approved by the National Health Service in Britain and is now starting to produce them. That's like, amazing. It is amazing to see all of these companies coming together, competitors coming together and just working for the greater good, mm -hmm. which is fantastic. Yeah, I love that. And Trump is honestly making this so much worse and, and like he's screwing it so bad for his people. That he's just being so greedy, and it sucks that he's just like I'm gonna, I'm willing to let everybody die just so that I can come out on top. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's awful. Mm -hmm. I have to say though, thank you to all of our you know healthcare uh, workers and support staff, so yeah. doctors, nurses, everybody in the hospitals who makes it run from uh, the maintenance staff to the cleaners to the people working in the food courts, whatever. Thank yeah. you. Also, thank you to everybody who's working in grocery stores and pharmacies. Who's, yeah, who the other people that are still essential services right now. Yeah, I just spoke to a friend of mine in London who works at a Canada Post outlet in a pharmacy. Mm -hmm. She is the only employee left at her location because really? none of her fellow employees want to work. Yeah. And it makes sense. Like it's it's smart. It's a smart thing to do. If it is, yeah. Because like post, like let's just stop all postage. Like we don't need people going like Canada Post and like shipping random things. Like the only thing that should be shipped is just like food. Uh, like that should be like people. Should, I feel like people should just do like shipping food. I feel like if, even for me, like I'm probably my my next grocery run. I'm probably not even going to go to the store. I'm just going to do one of those delivery apps just to kind of like reduce the contact. Yeah. Um, well, she was saying that about 90% of the people that are coming to ship things are shipping Amazon returns. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. You should be shipping, you know, not Amazon returns. I can't even think you of anything. You should be shipping you... any, like anything essential. Like maybe if you have somebody that you want to ship something to that yeah. like, like diapers or or money like whatever yeah money but then again you can't yeah. e-transfer e-transfer that or e there's so many like, yeah. some people still some people still use checks mm -hmm. i mean why <laughs> i remember <laughs> exactly. i remember when i i remember when i first got my bank account um and i was just like oh i'm so excited to have like my own checkbook because like i remember my parents had their checkbooks and like it's cool to actually like write out money that you're gonna like give to people and i, I remember yeah. i think i only used like one check out of the entire thing and i'm like why did i even buy this like 
I'm, I'm spending money to send money out to people. I think it was like 50 bucks or like 50 checks or something. <laughs> like, this is stupid. <laughs> they, need to, they need to create something so that you can view the product like on your body. So let's say if it's like an augmented reality like glasses, you put them on like contact like the Amazon store and then like, oh, I'm going to scroll through like some shirts and it shows you like how fitting, like it analyzes your body or whatever. And then it shows you like how it would actually sit. So if you've got like an extra large shirt and you're like a small person, it would show that it's like flowing down your body because it's like it doesn't fit you properly. So I wouldn't like that because I don't want anything analyzing my body. I'm in um, I'm in COVID body yeah. where <laughs> I'm just gaining weight. You're not working out? And, uh, no. How come? No. I didn't work wanna... out before COVID. I'm not going to work out during it. <laughs> Good thinking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, but, why would but I, I mean, spend my like... days away well, from Because you're not computer. getting... You're not getting exercise. Like at least with it's like stand up comedy, you're moving around, you're walking around and I'm going out for walks, I'm going yeah. out on my bike. It's just I'm not, mm. you know, lifting weights. I'm it's not nice. working tell out people, properly. It's nice. You tell people to stay at home but then you go out on bike rides and walks and stuff like that. It's almost like somebody who says that they're vegan but still eats meat anyway. It's like are you really vegan? Are you really self isolating? Oh, the worst was when I worked in a store. Um, I, I worked in an outdoor apparel store, and we sold mm -hmm. winter coats as one of yeah. the things that we did. So people would always come in and say, I want a down coat, but I don't want real fur. Okay. Um, the reason that's a problem is because in order to make one coat, they often have to kill between 50 to 70 ducks or geese mm -hmm. for every coyote that's killed let's say they can make about seven coats yeah oh so what you're saying nice. is who cares if we're killing coyotes anyway like nobody likes them yeah did you just get the emergency alert as well no oh wait is there an emergency alert yeah i just got Coyote. an emergency alert no, I just got a message from my girlfriend, so I just kind of, like, threw it away. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just she... got... Well, I did the same thing to the emergency alert. I just sort of, like, yeah. swiped it away. Uh, what was it about? Just like, oh, more restrictions on what's going on? Uh, let's read it. Um, stop the spread. COVID-19 mm. can be deadly. The time to act is now. All in I mean, the, the time to act would have been, like, when it was first noticed in china i feel like a yeah, lot of governments well, stalled so much on acting yeah basically it's just saying stay home unless absolutely necessary to leave for groceries oh, prescriptions and to a medical appointment hmm, i just got that right now interesting yeah. then uh <laughs> did you pay your rent or do you live with your parents I live with my family. Nice, yes. That's I good. know. It's, hey, at least uh, you're saving money and you're with your family yes, during this, yes. this time. I, so I are are you living by yourself right now? I am living by myself, so I'm almost at the cusp of going insane. I don't know how you do it. I mean Neither do I. Like I was thinking I couldn't do it if I were by myself. Yeah.
I, I that's would go why insane. I got the flashlight. I just haven't given it a name because I don't want to have that kind of relationship with it. You need to give it a name. I think you should name I, it I'm right not now. Giving, I'm not giving it a name. You should name it right now. What should I name it though? I don't want to. I don't want to give it a name because then I'll be too attached, and then I won't feel as special with my girlfriend anymore. She'll get jealous. I don't want her to get jealous. <laughs> There's so many things I'm thinking of right now. <laughs> oh, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So uh, COVID. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I don't have to pay rent, which is fantastic. Um, Look at you skipping out on your rent. What the hell? You have no idea what your parents are going through. Exactly. I'm a terrible, terrible son. Poor. Yeah. You know, like I, I've been hearing a lot about this whole like rent thing going on, and how like people that like landlords that have places, they're kind of like worried about people like people not paying at all, especially with like the, everybody not getting evicted, but they get support. For their main house um that they're living at so like if they need a deferred payment on their mortgage because like they can't make any payments because of job loss then they have that kind right. of support but let's say if somebody who's renting who doesn't have that kind of like because when you're when you're owning a house and you rent it out to people that's an investment and mm -hmm. sometimes investments don't work out let's say if the housing market were to crash right now and everybody that has like million dollar house ends up going to like maybe a, a fifty thousand to a hundred thousand dollar house at the end of this that's a huge investment that they just lost. So, I mean, mm -hmm. like, why why aren't they helping out people that rent at all? Like, maybe even give everybody, like, 500 bucks a month just to help out with rent. That way, at least, like, they have something to uh, to help out so that they that way they get support. Well, I think that this whole thing about rent and evictions and stuff, it just shows how dumb the government really is because... Mm -hmm if you look at the way that it's set out you they're not doing evictions mm -hmm. you can file an eviction they're just not executing them so no sheriff yeah. is going to go to your go to the house and say you need to leave yeah i'm pretty sure they have the like the landlord and tenant board like everything's closed so they can't even exactly do it if they but want you can it still there. file online and yeah stuff, you, you right? can file it but it's not like they're going to get to it anyway exactly they're not going to get to it Mm -hmm. But there's, they're not saying that it's a rent freeze, that you don't have to yeah. pay rent. It's just that, you know, if this you're lasts choosing. three months and you're paying $2,000 a month, yeah. your landlord is going to come and knocking on your door saying, I need $6,000. Mm -hmm. Like, there's still going to be things that are, it, it's good, but there's still issues with it. Yeah. And even with like this deferred payment for people that actually own houses and they're doing the deferred payment... They still have to like pay that money back anyway. Yeah. Like they're still they're still having to pay all that money, and like, the, I think the way that it was like if you deferred, you're paying like interest on that interest that would have been made during that month. So you really you're paying more money if you do a deferred payment. I wouldn't know. Yeah, I, that's I what I've that's I what I've been reading into. I don't know if it's true or not. This is just like what I've yeah been researching a little bit. I don't I'm get happy too we're up here in the Great White North because mm -hmm. the U.S. is just oh. they're they're really winning these Olympics. Did these you corona, hear about winning the Corona the two, Olympics? Did you hear about the two Navy ships that end up one going into New York and the other one into what? Yeah, Los, Los, LA. Is it Los Angeles? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So the one in LA, the last one I saw had 15 people on board out of a thousand beds. Mm-hmm. And the one in New York has 20 people on board. And the reason being the Navy won't allow people who have COVID on the boat. Yeah. Cause those ships were just supposed to be for like people not like that don't have coronavirus. It's just to like treat people that normally would have like regular medical problems. But they're still not being used. But they like it's to stop the like the regular flow of so like the hospitals are only supposed to treat coronavirus. I'm pretty sure, from what I'm getting, and those thing those boats are just like, let's say if you need like you have like a stroke or a heart attack or something, you're gonna go to that ship rather than go to the hospital. No, you have to go to the hospital. They have to take you to the hospital first, and then the hospital has to file an, an application to transfer you over to the ship. That's and then the ship has Why? to approve it. I don't wow. know. That is, that is dumb. Yeah, yeah. That's America. America. Did you hear about that captain that got fired because he was supposed to like he saw like some of his uh, crew. I uh, start to show symptoms of coronavirus and they're like, okay, like we have to take everybody off, like at least three quarters of the people off the ship. And he ended up getting fired because he was trying to do that. America. What a fantastic country. Who knows? How you know, I, I, met a girl, I met a girl from the States and she was telling me how uh, this, like how she was a few years older than me. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was telling me how she has a daughter and mm-hmm. she had her daughter when she was in high school. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking, okay, that's pretty, you know, so Southern stereotypical America. And then I asked her, you know, what do you think about guns? And she says, Oh, I love guns. I have two of them. Mm-hmm. Keep one in my one, <laughs> one on my nightstand and one in my purse. And then she proceeds to tell me that the first time she took her daughter to the gun range was at the age of seven. Wow. And I'm thinking all through this, like, this is the most stereotypical American conversation you could ever have. And I'm, and this was, you know, months ago, but Mm -hmm. I'm so happy I don't live in the U.S. Yeah. Aside from, you know, comedy being, that's sort of where you need to be. Very prevalent, yeah. Exactly, you've got to be in the U.S. to do that kind of stuff, to make the money. Because in Canada, they don't appreciate comedy as much. Unless you're, like, in Montreal. Even then, you have to speak French. Not necessarily. You know, a lot of people speak English there. They do Just for Laughs. Just for Laughs is, like... Yeah, but there's still... It's still Quebec. Yeah. Quebec, if you're watching, make your road signs in English as well. I hate driving through your province because it's it's terrible. I can't figure out where to go. So I learned French. Didn't you learn that in uh, elementary school? And a little bit Just in high school. And then, you, and then you stopped after grade nine because you realized how stupid it was, but then realized later on in life that maybe this was actually a good skill I should have kept up with. Yep. yep. Pretty much. I mean, now um, is a good time to, to learn it if you really want to. Spend like you know, half an I, hour to an hour a day. <laughs> I, I've been thinking about that, and yeah. I actually was like, who needs to learn French? I'm going to learn Swedish. So you're going to learn Swedish? How many Swedish? Yeah, no, like, I know. I want to go back to French. <laughs> None. I mean, yeah. I want to learn, like, a bunch of languages, though. Like, I want to do I want to do French. I want to do German, um, Spanish, uh, Greek, because my girlfriend's Greek. So I want to learn how to actually, like, talk to her parents and 
grandparents. Toploion Estin a Byzantium. What does that mean? The ship is in Byzantium. <laughs> nice. Is that all you know? Yeah, in grade 11, I took uh, two weeks of ancient Greek that was oh. offered at my school before I dropped it. So I know, like, the nice. alphabet. Yeah. And I know, like, if I if I go to Greece, I'm able to read everything on, you know, the ruins and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what it means. Oh, okay. Except for that one phrase. So as long as you see that one phrase, you know what they're talking about. Yeah, I'm never going to see that phrase. <laughs> nice. I don't think Byzantium exists anymore. So I don't think so. At least not by the same name. Yeah. Awesome. So what has been, Robbie, what has been like the most it's bananas moment that has happened in your life? Whether it's good or bad, whether it's in comedy or in your life, something that just made you look back and was just like, wow, I can't believe that that just happened. Um so many I actually just made a list about this uh, the other day when I was sort of like everybody is posting on um, on Facebook about you know these are 10 places I've gone one of them is a lie choose which one so my list comprised of uh, getting life advice from an Albanian mobster that happened when I was about three years old nice surprised you remember that uh, pocket dialing 911 when i was playing dodgeball with a bunch of kids uh driving a ferrari uh riding in a ford model t um but i would have to say the one that trumps everything from that is and i'm actually very proud of this i am a cancer survivor i am a childhood cancer right. survivor yeah well, congratulations i'm glad you're still here thank you very much what kind of uh, cancer did you have? Brain and spine. So Damn. at the beginning of this podcast, I mentioned how I'm, I was born for comedy because I'm Canadian and I'm Jewish. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, I have something fucked up in my head, so I'm perfect for it. There you go. Perfect. Like, there I go. Did, yeah. Did, so did they have to like take out chunks of your brain to like remove the cancer? Or that's why you are who no, you are right no. now? So, oh, okay. I, so I just went through uh, chemo for two years okay. when I was uh, eight years old and then another another year when I was 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, so three years of chemo total, and I'm, I'm pretty happy to to be able to have conquered that. And I look at, you know, especially what's happening now, and I think, you know, if I can... I was going to say, like... If I can get yeah, through that, I can get through this. <laughs> For sure, yeah. Unless you have, like... You're, like, you're, you're, what, immunocompromised, which are a lot of people are. Like, that's why a lot of young people are dying, too, is because they're immunocompromised, and they don't realize it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which, which sucks because there are people that are like 19, like 20 years old dying from coronavirus, mm-hmm. which is really oh, sad. Oh, it's terrible. And that's the other thing is everybody has to look out for everybody else because mm. you might be fine. You might have a really good immune system, but you might still help in transmitting it to others who might be living with somebody who is immunocompromised. Yeah, and you have to be careful about that. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're going grocery shopping, be careful of what you're touching, because yeah, exactly. something that you touch and then you put back on the thing might go back home to somebody who is, um, who is at risk. Yeah. So we all have to look out for each other. Yeah, like they actually did like a pretty cool video. I saw a video of like some guy like rubbing his hands with like some like black 
anchor or whatever to show like how well like you really do wash your hands and he actually like you actually have to like dig into like each finger like get in between all the crevices like actually like rub yeah. into like literally everywhere just to properly like even even your fingertips too like get in those fingertips i've done something like that um back at uh camp camp council training where they would put like the special stuff on your hands and they tell you to wash it like you normally would and then rinse it off Mm-hmm. And then they took a black light to it. Oh, really? And so you wouldn't be able to see it anymore. Mm-hmm. But, oh, sorry, what they did is they put it on your hands, you put soap yeah. on it like you normally would, you'd wash your hands like normal, everything would be off, and then they put black light on it, and your and hands would be spots. still filthy. Yeah, it showed the spots of, like, where it's still dirty, that you haven't really, yeah. like, put work in the cleaning. Exactly. So yeah. you really, you know watch like house or er or something like that watch watch how the surgeons like wash all their hands and everything and and mm-hmm. do that but times 10 pretty much yeah like use extra soap if you have to like just get in there really good exactly yeah so what are you doing to... CEO, get some alcohol <laughs> yeah right <laughs> when they're open i think they they stopped operating on mondays now so they're just doing, I think, what, Tuesday to Friday or Saturday or something? Something like that. And cannabis stores yeah. are now closed. Yeah, they're now closed. So that's exciting. But I think you can still get you can still get medical if you're if you need medical marijuana, you can still buy that from the uh, from the government website, and you can still you get can it delivered. Buy any any marijuana from the government website. Yeah. So that's good. But like all the like all the in store dispensaries and stuff. Yeah, those all are those all are shut closed. down. Mm-hmm. And I've also heard that the Quebec-Ontario border is now closed. Fun. Um, only for essential services. And mm-hmm. um, what else is closed? Comedy clubs are closed? Yeah, that was like day one. <laughs> yeah, that that was day one. And yeah. I'm, I'm kind of happy for that. Yeah. Just because Cause like I don't the moment be the first... sharing a mic with somebody. I was going to say, like, the moment that somebody gets it, doesn't matter if they're still wiping it down, like, yeah, it would ha- I would I would want a new mic. Like I would have preferred yeah. even bringing my own microphone at that point. I was I was actually thinking about that for myself. Yeah, just bringing my own uh, microphone. Mm-hmm. Just to make it a lot easier. And I had like a gig, like I've had a number of gigs canceled, which sucks. Mm-hmm. And I know comedians who, you know, they are struggling, um, which is awful. But at the yeah. same time the the more that we take these precautions the the less this will last yeah the shorter it'll be Mm -hmm, exactly and i'm disappointed everybody i i had my biggest gig to date canceled which one was that um absolute comedy oh really yeah so i'm glad that i got got the absolute i'd got i managed to get the lotto one time and i was really excited i mean i I tried getting the lotto but i still got it (laughs) And yeah, so I actually got a spot on that night. Yeah. And it was supposed to be April 22nd. Damn. That's probably not happening. <laughs> probably not anytime soon. No, probably not. Hopefully they'll reschedule me. Absolute, if you're watching, watching, please reschedule me. I'm sure they will. Maybe like wherever they stopped off at, they'll just like bump it up to whenever they're able to yeah. open up again. Unless yeah, you're I like, you know so. what? We're just going to cancel everything and just start fresh. Exactly. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see what's going on. 
So what are you what are you doing to like um, keep yourself positive through this whole mess? Looking at the states in the UK and being thankful I'm not there. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm spending a lot of time with my family and I'm also connecting with people I haven't spoken to in a while. Uh, yeah. Whether it be via video chat or just you know calling them or texting them, and mm -hmm. that's really good. I've also been doing some uh, like. Uh, as I said, writing, graphic design, um, mm -hmm. just sort of messing around with things. And um, and I've also been doing a little bit of work for, uh, for my summer job, just getting that ready and mm -hmm. up and ready to go. So, yeah, nice. It's good. Just like kind of like keep your mind off of it. Don't if you guys don't want to be so upset all the time, like, don't worry. Don't look at the news probably stay off Facebook because if you have no idea, a lot of people just constantly post about uh, coronavirus if they do. And you see that there's a trend, just kind of like mute them or, or block them. If you, if you really do want to go on Facebook or any type of like social media, but Facebook and Twitter, especially. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Twitter's the worst because yeah, my rule is um, I will not tolerate three things. One is price gouging. Mm -hmm. I think that's absolutely horrible. The second one is fear-mongering, mm -hmm. just because we don't need to create more fear and stress than is already out there. Yeah. And the third one is deliberately spreading misinformation. I think that is another terrible thing to be doing. Yeah. Just because, like, if, if you're doing it because you think it's real, that's fine. Because but I mean, like, even if you even out. if you think it's real, though, you should be like checking on the sources, checking with other. Articles you should be, but sometimes, like the 100%. real sources, still think it's real. Therefore, mm -hmm. you go around and spread it, and then a week later, it turns out not to be. Yeah. But after that week later, when it's proven not to be real, stop spreading it. Yeah, but I mean, like, I would just listen to everything that the World Health Organization has to say, and anything that the yeah. government has to say, because they're exactly at our best. And they're looking at our best interest. Like, don't even look, worry about all these other media outlets because they're going to put their own spin on it or do yeah. whatever they do whatever they want because that's just who they are. The media is like a comedian. They just want to sell themselves. Mm -hmm. It's a business. Remember Everything's that. a business. And if you guys media... like, this is a yeah, like this is a perfect time to create anything like an online business. If you even thought about doing an online business, now would be a good time to actually like try to figure out something like i know a lot of comedians they're not doing anything at all or they're just like kind of writing or playing video games or or whatever but i mean this would be a good time to like learn a skill learn adobe because they just said like what two months free that if you don't torrent it but i mean like why not just torrent it you may as well get it for free but um just like learn something interesting that you can try to make money off because there's a lot of money online and there's a lot of people that just don't even have to have like face-to-face -face contact with people and it's a good way to like try to make money and that's what i've been doing yeah yeah so. or make content like like yeah. like you're doing make content mm -hmm. um or you know put something together yeah it's easy to make um make stuff like really easy to do that yeah especially now you... with yeah. all the technology we have like you have a 4k uh camera in your pocket use that mm -hmm. pretty much like you don't even need 4k like 1080p is fine even 720p people are still exactly fine. yeah people are still fine it doesn't have to be like crazy even if you go on tiktok 
some of the videos that are on there are ridiculously stupid yet they're getting like millions of views just because people are like this is interesting yeah it's definitely a good time for attention honks yeah for sure <laughs> right but uh i think we're i think we're getting close to the end so robbie i want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast thank you for um, having me it's been really great and uh and hopefully when this is all over we can do something like this and person with you either here or here exactly I have like a better couch hopefully by the end of this so i'm saving up for a lot of stuff so hopefully this my online business also like takes off so if you guys need a video editor maybe if you want to do like a youtube channel and you want somebody to edit your videos just shoot me a message and i'll, I'll help out with that but i'll do it for a price not a lot but i'll, I'll help out with that um but robbie where can people follow you um so on all social media, uh, my handle is Robbie C Mac, uh, mm -hmm. R O B B I E C, as in the letter C M A C. C is in Charles. Is it? Is your middle name Charles? Yeah, that's exactly it. <sighs> Fucking knew it. You um, you stalked me a little bit, didn't you? I didn't actually. I was just guessing. I just assumed it was Charles because it seems like a nice, strong, powerful name. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, that's that's definitely it. Yeah. Awesome, guys. And you can follow me on uh, on Instagram at it's Jeremy Fisher. If you guys want to follow um, my video pr uh, production channel, you can follow it at Grayfish Productions on Instagram. I'll throw the link in, in the description below. I've kind of been playing around with the whole um, idea with it too, well, like what I want to call it, but I'm actually going to stick with the Grayfish Productions. But guys, thank you so much for tuning in. This happens every Monday at 9 a.m. Um, else did i want to say yes thank you uh if you guys enjoyed the video don't forget to like and subscribe please i need more subscribers i need a thousand just to monetize and so i can put those ads on these videos make money that's what i want to do but guys thank you so much robbie thank you for for joining us guys let's peel out